Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everyone. It's Sarah. And I'm Carter. And we have a guest today. <laughs> yes, I'm Ann Harder. <laughs> Welcome to Some of Our Thoughts. Welcome, Anne. I'm so excited to be here. I had the opportunity to visit with the two of you for my Central Texas Life podcast as we're advertising Rootstock. And uh, yeah, so happy to, um, to get to know you, too. Of course, <laughs> Carter, I've known you since... Well, before you were born, Aww, let's put it that way. I've known your folks a very long time. Absolutely. And and Sarah, we just we just met. But uh, just you <laughs> girls are so much fun. Aww. And I love this podcast. I mean, it's just a delight to uh, to you know hear and learn more about wine because as I said, I you could fit in a thimble what I what I really know about <laughs> wine. But you know, I should know more than I do, but um We've That's always why said, hearing from you, you guys yeah. is so important. The only thing I think you need to know is whether or not you like what you're drinking. There you go. And, and I'm going to pause and say, y'all heard it first. Ann Harder loves our podcast. That's right. I do. She said she loves our podcast. Oh <laughs> my gosh. This is a huge moment. <laughs> well, it's, it's every, I mean, it's food, it's music. And if anybody knows me, they know, you know, the only thing you, you don't have is gardening. Get into gardening and, you know. There we go. We actually I can, maybe we I talk, should join you and gardening. I'll talk about gardening. <laughs> <laughs> well, wine and flowers. Yeah, I can't imagine wine anything and better. And I did. I told you I paired that. I was listening to your podcast and taking pictures of my the first things yeah. that are starting to bloom in my garden, you know, Aww. and I thought, this is so much fun hearing them talk about wine and taking pictures you know, of flowers. I was actually a florist for four years. Yeah, or really? So. Yeah. I, oh, I love flowers. I really do. That's my dream to actually, once I find my, <laughs> I joke and say my forever home, when I find my house that I'm growing old in, I just want so many flower beds yeah. all around my house. I want it to look like a little cottage, like Goldilocks's house, but just full of flowers. Oh, can't I wait. picture like Miss Honey from Miss Matilda. Honey, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yes, that's what I want. It's very like Sarah vibes. But like with a wine cellar. Oh yeah! Well, have to have a, wine a little bistro table and two <laughs> exactly. chairs, so you can sit in your garden. Yes, yes, and precisely. enjoy and enjoy. Yeah. Yes, 
So. Well, we have a great episode in store for you all today. Yeah, this one kind of came about. It's very French, isn't it? Very it's French. A French wine with a French uh, artist and then a French dish mm-hmm. that we actually haven't made yet, but it was one of our Instagram posts that we sent back and forth. Yeah. And um, Sarah came up to the wine shop one day. We were pairing records with bottles, as, as we, we typically do. do when we yeah. have time. When we can. <laughs> And um, this one, it's uh, Julie and Toby Bainbridge. Um, amazing. It's just the wine glass on Yummy. Instagram if you follow them. Um, Stephen Graff and Fifi. But I, it's just Stephen Graff now. I got the chance oh, to wow. meet all of them at the same time. And they presented Toby with his giant saber to try to... Uh, to saber the bottle? Yep. And he just went... Wow. Okay. Did you do it? <laughs> he did. Oh, I want to. I've never done that. I want to do that. Have you done it? You've done it. I have. Yeah, I've like, done, done it. Oh my goodness, yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah. It, saber is very sharp for sure. Yeah. Um, I actually went to a military school in Indiana called Culver, and my grandfather did. I was the first woman in my family to go. Shout Woo. out Culver, and um. He has, my grandfather had a saber, my dad had a saber, and then he bought me a saber. And this is like. Did you immediately like give me a bottle of champagne? (laughs) As a 17 year old, yes. (laughs) But I will let you use it. You have a. I have a Culver ring. Yeah. I don't have a high school or college ring, but I have a Culver ring. That's awesome. And if I ever wear their merch in like an airport, guaranteed someone will walk up to me and say like oh I know Culver iconic legendary so yeah that's where my saber comes from we'll (laughs) saber some wine soon I gotta be there to take a picture (laughs) and drink it too yeah no kidding (laughs) speaking of which this is a lovely and I don't like white wine yeah really I mean it took me a while to come around to it it took me many many years to come around to it I'll be honest. But I think I just wasn't, I wasn't trying the correct white wines. Because That's I know fair. now I am very specific with my white wines when I do say, yeah, I, I'm in the mood for a white. I love, well, I love champagne. I love sparkling wine. Um, I love more of high acid white wines. Lots of the Spanish whites I feel mm-hmm. like you've really gotten into, like Albarino, Verdejo. Albarino, Verdejo. I love a good gruner. Well, the one you talked about at the very your very first podcast was a white. Oh, that Reza Ball. Yeah, that's yeah. a Spanish white. It was too. a Spanish from the Basque region. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that's one. Of, that's still one of my favorite white wines. She really did listen to and it. I really did. Podcast, you I'm guys. telling you, <laughs> I can't handle it. I was just amazing. drinking it in, as they say. <laughs> that is a very iconic wine from my wine shop, and we're getting it back uh, in like two weeks. Stop. It's on the water right now. In time for uh, spring. Perfect. Exactly. It's like yeah. the perfect Easter wine. That's the only way I can describe it. That in summertime. So mm-hmm. do people kind of think, oh, white wine, you know, it's chilled. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, you, you want that in the warm weather as opposed to red wines. I don't know. I mean, I'm telling you, I don't know Typically, much about this. We have a friend that only drinks very dark reds after five and he calls them after five wines. It's his rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that it's necessarily that... Uh, strict it's it's a taste and a feel and a vibe you know like if you're drinking a pet nut at 1 a.m you're probably (laughs) having a party and you're probably having a pretty good time but you don't necessarily want a like a cabernet at 11 a.m 
And we actually did feature a Cabernet on the last episode we recorded a week no, ago. That, that would yeah. be my go-to. Yeah. yeah. And it, one prefer. in the afternoon, we were all like, whew, yeah. this is Pink. some wine. Yeah. <laughs> it was heavy. delicious, though, but we couldn't. Yeah. We didn't drink as much as we thought we were going to drink, actually. Absolutely. Yeah. Whereas with something lighter, you know, when you think brunch too, like all the, the whole brunch movement, <laughs> the last 10 years or so, mimosas. Yeah, um, sparkling. Yeah, sparkling, something much lighter. Apple Light spritzes, stuff like that. Mm, I love a good Aperol spritz. Sounds good. Yeah, but now to this particular one, as you say, it's French. It's got some little teeny tiny bubbles in it. Absolutely, um, yeah. But it... As as I told you after taking a sip, I was salivating, and I just don't really notice yeah. that ever with, you know, because I thought there's something in this that is yes. Um, I mean, we could talk about like the specifics of it, which I sure that's tell why tell I, me more. I write all of this research that we rarely ever use. Um, <laughs> She'll write a book every I episode. Wanna, I'm like, Carter, read the know. book. I want to know. <laughs> Um, it's actually a cuvee, which is a term that we haven't mm. used before. Mm-mm. Um, and I've actually done some research and like made it, uh, where I can talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about Please. it. We'll, we'll try. Um, enlighten the people. Cuvee. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cuvee. <laughs> okay. Cuvee. <laughs> it's a, it's a blend of wine, but it's also, it's interesting in terms of the translation because French, uh, certain French words that describe wine also indicate something else. So there's two terms for cuvee. If you see it, that is meant to indicate the superior quality from the appellation of that region of France. Um, this particular one is from Loire Valley, Julian Toby. And like, I, I don't think I've even explained express this is a chenin blanc which is mm-hmm. it, they deserve so much more recognition yes. there's not a chenin section of the grocery store but there should be there should mm. be more than more so than chardonnay in my agreed. opinion agreed like agreed <laughs> uh, listen to my podcast to find out why tea i mean it just is it's um it's a beautiful french grape varietal and it it goes um it goes so far i just i feel like it it has all this. Look, listen to you all took a lot of research. notes there. I did. Every I did. Week. Um, <laughs> it's named for Mount Shannon. That's a monastery near the um, city of Kumari, and in the Loire Valley, there's like the right left or the the right left, <laughs> unreal, <laughs> the left bank and the right bank uh-huh. of the river. Um, Francois Rabelais, as an English major, that was me, I read a lot of his poetry and um, had, like, this really incredible, uh, like, mention of Shannon back in 1534, if you can imagine that. I know. It was the first uh, written recording of the name Shannon Blanc. And um, I think I I wrote... (laughs) with an asterisk next to it chapter 25 of the first book of the gargantua which is a medieval like you know novel that he had written way back in that century would that be the 16th century (laughs) i'm so bad with yeah i know (laughs) i have number dyslexia um i went to axtol to ask me that (laughs) (laughs) okay she can spell it. I yeah. can spell it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a great speller. Um, 
if we're talking about like just the the notes of it though, I feel like this one's it's kind of a stinkier wine, and so would you like some more? I think I need a little yeah, little, little tiny bit more. Lots of apples. It, it is like, like a yellow you smell apple. apples. It's apples and hay, like a horse. Yeah. I okay. I get that. I get that. It's got kind of a barnyard feel. That's good. Oh, it's got um, a barnyard feel. Well, like a smell. So we we call like some of our funkier wines like barnyard. Yeah, Brandonomyces. That um, is a very specific bacteria that's actually considered a wine flaw. I wish if Joey were here, we have a whole episode with our boss, Joey. You would love that flaws. episode. Right. I'm, yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've had a chance to visit with him and interview him. And yeah, he's he's brilliant when yeah, it comes yeah. to. Absolutely. Very passionate. But I heard you talking about flaws. Um, but flaws don't necessarily mean bad. Do no, they? no. In, in natural in wine, natural especially. wine is, yeah. <laughs> Sarah's like, I need to make a distinction. We've heated a whole barrel. Like, this smells weird. <laughs> That's nope. right. That's right. It just depends. Yeah. Um, I think the, the cool thing about it, though, is you really, you can adapt a little bit of your wine. Oh, sure. Um, that still considers to be natural wine with, like, the low intervention quality. Mm-hmm. But you, you don't have to... Um, I don't know, like to add all of this stuff to it, it, it can just be dirty and funky and weird and like, yeah. and that's cool. There's a lot of them. Yup. <laughs> I love these people. I actually had a chance to meet these producers at Lolo in Austin in 2020. And just, they went oh. in 2020. Yep. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Wow. If, uh, if you have uh, looked around in the past three years, our world has changed quite a lot. Yeah. Um, Julie is an incredible, beautiful woman from Oklahoma, but she expatriated to France. And since living in France does the, um, like, Oh yeah. Oh. Air kissing. The greeting. Both cheeks. Yeah, yeah. Both cheeks. And in 2020, I was a little hesitant to do that. And yeah. when she, re- right. she reached out and grabbed my hands and just kissed both of my cheeks and I went yep that just happened (laughs) and then I looked over and Toby literally had a saber in that moment and just sabered the top of the wine bottle off and I went okay I can hang out this is a moment yeah Yeah. (laughs) such a moment it was was like very like freeing how grounding it was to have that human interaction Mm -hmm. and they had traveled all the way here from France um, for the release of not this particular bottle but it was one called Girl on Fire that's named after the Alicia Keys song Really? It's a Gamay and Gorello. Have I had that? I haven't had that. I don't think you've had no, that. I haven't had no, that. I'll bring amazing. it to you. <laughs> but That's so funny. It's um, it's a lot of sparkling wine that they make. Like basically everything that that they have has gas in it, yeah. and um, they really only have like eight different varietals, kind of like the vineyard. I mean, it's yeah. a very small. Cool. Whenever I describe it, I actually say it's like the VMV of France. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's cute. Um, it's, a, I mean, I, I wrote just so much useless information. Like it's black schist bedrock on top of very iron rich sandy soil. I don't think that mm. like you, you can't necessarily like deduce that just from the taste, no. but you can smell a lot of that to like mm-hmm. it just the maturity of the vines and the sulfuric like acidity in the soil. And that's a very, uh, particular quality I love how this one smells me too it's really not super funky to me really i get lots of apples and i get lots of mm, 
almost like a lemon zest. Okay. Zest, yeah. I get some, it's some not, acidity from yeah, it. Definitely citrus yeah, notes, I, I think. Yeah, some citrus. Yeah, it's funny. He had yeah, one that was... like a lime, even. Yeah, yeah. More li- li- yeah, more lime mm-hmm. than lemon. I would like say. a funky Sprite. Or like a, oh, what are they called? <laughs> the kefir limes? Like the little, little tiny limes? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're so pungent, and they're so different from just like normal, like, I almost said margarita limes. Grocery store limes. Yeah, right. Very <laughs> yummy. Okay, well, I'm glad that we all like it. We um, No, it's very good. We had a lot of different options that we could have gone to for the food for this one. Mm-hmm. And I think Sarah and I, we wanted it to be French. Our artist is French. Do you want to talk about the music or the food first? Let's do, let's do the music. Okay. Because I want to talk a little bit about I am obsessed with French beauty. You are. And skincare <laughs> specifically. Skincare and French beauty. Today is a bad representation of that because we just did a um, a video podcast with Anne here. So I'm very done up and I don't really you even are. look like myself. I told Lucas goodbye this morning and he just kept smiling at me like, what are you doing? Mom looks so pretty today. He's like, makeup you don't, on. Yeah, he's like, you don't have your hair in a bun and like sweatpants? Like who, and your glasses? Who are you? He really just kept like looking at me going, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it, it's still mama. It's still me. But Yes, French beauty, French skincare, just very minimalistic. Since I think also since I've had a kid, I just am gravitating towards how can I look my best in like 10 minutes or less? <laughs> Red lipstick is the key yeah, I found. A lip. That's very French. It's Every so time. French. Red right. lipstick. And a big bun. A bun, red lipstick. Um, I typically have bangs too, but they've grown out, and I think I'm just going to let them grow out. Bangs in Texas are not a good idea in the summer. No, no. It's too hot. It's so, so hot. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of my skincare is French, just for me doing hours of research, scrolling through my phone in the middle of the night. So does Lancome? <laughs> That's what yes, I use. Yes, it counts. It That's what counts. I use. Lusitan. Yeah. Absolutely. And the musician we have, actually, it's Francois Hardy. We love her. I didn't realize she's 74 years old. Yeah. And you would never know You'd by never looking know. at her because of her skin She care, is, probably. yes, she's quintessential <laughs> French girl. Yes. That, you think French girl, like the look, the red lips, the like no muss, no fuss hair, just her outfits are always so chic, yep. but her voice is also amazing. Incredible. And I have that Incredible. album. Um, mm-hmm. I bought it for myself before I ever worked at the wine shop just to have on vinyl because I love Moonrise Kingdom, love which is Moonrise the first. Moonrise Kingdom. Right? Have you ever seen that, mm-hmm. Ian? Mm-hmm. So I love what anything the Wes music Anderson. music in it was so beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. 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 He always does a really incredible mix of like classic rock. That's usually the Kinks or the Rolling Stones or something yeah. in that same vein. And then Francois Hardy had uh, that incredible single that they featured specifically excuse me as an ep um and the girl Susie had like stolen it from her mom uh who was <laughs> um oh my god uh Frances McDermott was her mother and Bill Murray was her father. And I was just thinking to myself, like, why are you such an asshole? You little kid. Because she has the coolest parents ever. (laughs) And I know they weren't themselves, obviously, like they were playing characters. But just as those characters, they were still trying their best. And they still had such a difficult child. And she ran away and... 
I mean, I we don't have to get into like the plot of <laughs> Moonrise Kingdom, but that that album was certainly like the the focal like point for me yeah. to. Uh, I remember watching it actually in New York City, and then I went to Momofuku and had pork buns oh, afterwards. So and I was just thinking about it and that music. It was kind of like the soundtrack of that whole day for me yeah. after I left there. Aww. It stuck with me. And she was releasing music in the 60s. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. this is very, like, very 60s. Very, like, very 60s. I don't think there's a French Twiggy, but she might be French Twiggy. She, that's yeah. what she reminds me <laughs> of. Yeah, for sure. Iconic. Definitely. Just iconic. And I was <laughs> reading about her the last few days. She also has an astrology career what yeah see i was like really i didn't know this yeah she's developed a career as an astrologer um she aligns herself with the so-called conditionalist school of thought it's uh it's very fascinating very Hmm. fascinating she grew up with a lot of anxiety too and she says that really translates into a lot of her lyrics which she sings in french like i can't tell you what her lyrics are i don't speak french i was going to try to translate some of them i thought about that too but then i was like well just let it speak for itself yeah and it just sounds <laughs> it just sounds so beautiful though. <laughs> it sounds way better in french, french is too. such a beautiful language it exactly is. um but yeah she's she's amazing she's so cool and if you google francois hardy or just hardy just looking up her life Mm -hmm. there's so much to be said yeah she and she actually kind of jokes about that in a few interviews saying yeah no one actually really knows a lot about me (laughs) but like the info's out there she's just she's special she's so cool and we have that we play it um typically around 4 p.m at the wine shop i hit a wall with whatever i've been listening to and that's my go-to album um i actually just bought Tapestry by Carol King. <gasps> my favorite album. Oh ever. my goodness. Yeah. Oh yeah. I sing a, I sing a lot of her oh, things. Yeah. 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 So it's either Francois Hardy or Carol King now. And then I did buy the best of Janis Joplin the other day oh, too. Oh good. yeah. I got a big old vinyl shipment and, um, I mean, I feel like I can just say it. Yeah. It was a surprise to me. I had been <laughs> up very late on my computer buying some stuff on online. And a couple days later, I got this big old box of vinyl records. And as I was going through it, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> From me to me. <laughs> From Fun. me to me. Yeah. Francois also is a best-selling author, both fiction and nonfiction. I believe it. She like, is like what an poet laureate. What an incredible person. Kind of a gosh. Every woman. Yeah. She is a Renaissance woman. Mm-hmm. I oh, love so that. I'm so excited about Carol King right now. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I love Carol King. We have yeah, to come up too. with an episode for her. Oh, it's yeah. it's a cool concept because, like, you start with one piece of it. It's either the food or the music or the wine every yeah. time. And then the rest of it just kind of comes along. Mm-hmm. Like, between the two of us, we can always figure it out. Definitely. But, like, Carol King has to be a really specific episode. I feel yeah. like. Kennedy Center Award winner. Mm-hmm. And she's a red gal. We got to drink a red with Yeah. Carol. I would think. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The flowers on my window seal. She's so good. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to talk about the food quickly, and then I want to talk to Anne about her wine <laughs> journey and experiences <laughs> and some fun tastings she's done. And yeah. So. For the food today, we are making a French onion tarte tatine. This is so simple but luxurious. It's very easy to prepare but so elegant. And there's a little picture Oh, of that's it. beautiful. Isn't, Isn't it? it? Yeah. Uh, there's so many good onions. You can <gasps> the, yes. you use a Texas sweet. 
Mousse? So I'll, I'll, I'll read the ingredients for it. You'll Maybe need Vidalia? three large yellow onions, okay. two cut into thick wedges, and then the rest thinly sliced, two shallots thinly sliced, one large red onion thin, thinly sliced. Wow. Yeah, so we're using a yellow onion, shallots, red onion. I think, yeah, we should, could mix it up, though, and just use a bunch of different Texas onions. Yeah. yeah. Texas has a ton of a ton of different onions, which Absolutely. is amazing. Go to the farmer's market one day and get mm-hmm. a bunch of local stuff. Yeah. It'll be fun. Okay. You will need one-third cup of beef stock, two tablespoons of balsamic vinegar, one-third cup of red wine, a half teaspoon of nutmeg, a half teaspoon of cayenne pepper, one half teaspoon of dried thyme, and then two tablespoons of chives, salt and pepper to taste, three tablespoons of unsalted butter, three tablespoons of cane sugar, one cup of grated Gruyere, and then one tablespoon of grainy Dijon mustard. So that's all for just the filling of the tart. For the short crust, you'll need two cups of flour, eight tablespoons of butter, six tablespoons of cold water, and then a teaspoon of salt. And then there's a glaze as well that you pour over the top of it. And it's one half cup of red wine, one half cup of beef stock, one tablespoon of balsamic vinegar, and then four tablespoons of cold butter. So what you're going to do, you're going to add your flour, butter, and salt to a food processor and start pulsing in the cold water to make the short crust. You're going to pour it in about a tablespoon at a time. It should be very crumbly. You're going to form that into a flat circle and refrigerate it covered in plastic wrap for at least two hours. You really can't skip that part. You can't. And this is one of those things where you're like, I think I want to make that. I feel like the moment you say you think you want to make it, make the crust. Yeah, thousand percent. <laughs> right. We've that. learned the hard way quite a few times. <laughs> and pizza dough. Pizza. Yeah, you can't pizza rush dough. that. You can't. No, it makes all the difference. It mm-hmm. does. And then you're going to add the shallots, red onion, and sliced Red onion and sliced yellow onion to your saucier with a bit of olive oil, brown on medium for 20 minutes. Add a pinch of salt, wine, the beef stock, balsamic, cayenne, nutmeg, and thyme. Cook on medium-low, stirring often until most of the liquid has absorbed about 10 minutes, and then you're going to finish it off with about a tablespoon of butter. So roll out that crust and fit it to your pan, fold the edges a bit, pierce with a fork, and rub the Dijon on it. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that goes before you <laughs> go. Oh, just went, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> Spread the two tablespoons of butter on the 10-inch skillet and add sugar. Arrange the onion wedges and then brown for about six to eight minutes or until the sugar becomes golden. And can I say yeah. real quick, Sarah, like when you say arrange, you can really go off at this point, y'all. Uh-huh. Like make it, Definitely. make it a moment. Like be intentional with it and like arrange the onions in a way that will look it's going to be beautiful. Beautiful. Make it look like a flower. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or a bunch of little flowers. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. I never think about cooking the way <laughs> I do do. I love it. I it's love like, it. When you were talking in the first episode, talking about grinding <laughs> the, the basil and then the smell. And I thought, you know, there really are steps to this yes. that I'm missing in my haste. <laughs> right. Well, you can be so intentional with it. Yeah. And it makes all the difference. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And yeah. part of when we started this podcast with the food component, especially, it was almost like a cue for everyone to slow down yeah. as you're cooking. Because there's so many resources out there where it's like 30 minute quick week. Yeah, what's meal. fast? What's fast? What's fast? Yeah. Or feed just you, going through family. a drive through and getting a thousand calories in a bag. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Everything's quick. And yeah. in this day and age, 
everything's quick and fast and mm-hmm. instantaneous. And it's like, how about we don't? Like, really put some effort into it. Mm-hmm. Really take a breath, take a beat, have a glass of wine, and then continue making your tartine. Like, flip the record. You flip know? the record. Enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Everything is a submersive experience. Um, okay, you're making your little design. Fill the gaps of the onion wedges with the caramelized onion. Cook one to two minutes. Top with Gruyere and the crust. God, I love Gruyere. Me too. <sighs> Underrated cheese. Bake at 400 degrees for 35 to 45 minutes. And then as you're doing that, boil the wine, balsamic, and the beef stock for the glaze until it's reduced to about a third. Oh, my gosh. Yum. Oh. <laughs> Turn the heat off and whisk in cold butter. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yum. my goodness. That sounds It's good. getting better and better. <laughs> I can smell it now. Yum. <laughs> what are you doing after this, Anne? Do you want to oh come my, over? Well, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to the this. store to get me some yeah, onions. Right? <laughs> Okay, so as you're taking the tart out of the oven, it says you're going to want to flip that tart almost immediately. Yeah. If the sugar cools off too much, it can stick to the bottom of the pan. So really important. Totally. So after you flip it, you're going to add the glaze and put some chives on top of it too. And then you're going to eat it. Yeah. In <laughs> oh, good health. With this wine. With this wine. In good yeah. spirits. And Gosh. Francois Hardy. And, and listening to some Amazing. French music. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a moment. Speaking of a moment. <laughs> yeah. So we've done our little formulated episode. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're going to talk to you. <laughs> we're thrilled to have you here. Yeah. This is incredible. Tell us about well, tell us everything. What <laughs> what do you love about wine? What are your favorites? Well, of I wine? I really I really like wine with food. I mean, yes. I've I've just to, you know, have a glass of wine. I, yeah. I would really rather have something to eat with it, you mm-hmm. know. Oh, we, Number one, it's... The cookies are out of arm's reach, unfortunately. Oh, oh there's, are there some cookies? <laughs> yeah, I, maybe chocolate and red wines together mm-hmm. might be one of my... Classic, yes. Yeah, Absolutely. favorite things. But I have, I've have had the opportunity to go to some wonderful wineries yeah. in Texas. Love Valley Mills. Yeah. Love, love, love. <laughs> Going there, Joey and his dad, John. I mean, yeah. had a had a chance to visit with them for traveling Texas. Yes, had an episode um, out there with that, and and um, love the whole process of winemaking. And and I've seen how it has evolved in Texas over the years, and Absolutely. how from not very many wineries to now a zillion, yeah. <laughs> literally yes. yeah. a zillion. Basically, if you've yeah. been to Fredericksburg and driven that road into town, you know, used to there was nothing, nothing out there, and now every and it used to be too, or there were maybe a handful, and you could do like, oh, let's just go down there for the day. Right. But you could spend so many days, multiple days. Yeah, I lived there. there for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> just in oh, I, and I love the hill country. I love, speaking of which, um, we were talking about the, the vineyard at Florence. Yeah. Uh, happened on that quite by accident. We were with some friends wow. in Georgetown for just a little weekend, staying yeah. at bed and breakfast. It was like, well, what's there to do around here? And um, sure enough, they, it, the vineyard at Florence is there so it was a Saturday afternoon I'll never forget it was a beautiful afternoon and there was a wedding happening and the little brides were running around you know and they were getting everything ready for that there was a little wonderful little jazz combo that was playing and they have a you walk in and there's this huge uh, horseshoe shaped 
a bar, and then you can you can do your little wine tasting and so yeah. forth, which we did. And and after that, we went over to uh, Wahlberg and ate at the German restaurant, which oh, is yeah. loads of fun. <laughs> so we had quite the experience for out of Georgetown, you know, a little bit of everything. But that vineyard at Florence is just lovely. It's, Is it about it's an really hour great. from Waco? I'd say maybe, yeah, yeah. roughly an hour. Okay. Yeah, and you could there. you could really there? honestly make an afternoon of it. Yeah. Go to the vineyard at Florence, and and I think they do have a restaurant now. I but think they do. But if you like German food, <laughs> got, and like a little little beer, they've got yeah. quite a few <laughs> varieties of beer. They have a Weizen with the orange. Ooh, yeah. Yum. Yes, well, ma'am. <laughs> So anyway, the yeah, the German food at, at Wahlberg is just amazing. And yeah, I mean and it's nice. it's an hour from, from Waco. So anyway, some wonderful places. All that to say, uh, with the, the vineyard at Florence, there are that to me it rivals what I saw in Sonoma. Ooh. Absolutely. I've seen beautiful photos from the vineyard of yeah, Florence. It's, it, and it is won a prize for being a wedding venue yeah. now and yeah. so forth. And they have the little like the little villas you can stay in too. Exactly. Like the, and that has evolved. We love that that was not a thing when we went there originally. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it has grown, yeah. you know, over the years. And I'm efforting, as they say <laughs> yeah. in, in television, we're efforting to get this done. <laughs> uh, trying, I'm efforting to get a, a Traveling Texas segment done out uh, there at Florence as well. But love my my episode with, with Joey because uh, they were introducing, and we did it in the wintertime. It was about a year oh, ago. Yeah. This, that, that um, it was in the wintertime, and they said, oh, you should come back when there are leaves on the vines. And I said, but you know, part of the year of a winemaker is this time of year. I Absolutely. mean, and there's a starkness, but still a beauty. And you know, that's when he has time to talk. <laughs> exactly. He's Honestly. not so busy that, that he could visit with me. Yeah. But while we were there, and we were there, you know, I was there earlier in the day, you know, mm-hmm. and shot my stand-ups and did the stuff you do for TV. Right. Uh, but these two two ladies came out and they were just sitting on it was a beautiful morning uh, mm-hmm. sitting on the patio and uh, so I talked to them you oh, know and got fun. got them in the story as well and one of them said oh I live nearby but she said my friend's never been out here before Aww. and they were just oh it's just so pretty out here and yeah. it's so it's so restful and it honestly anytime uh Dave Wilde yeah, is playing Charles Burleson plays uh plays drums for him and Chuck Jennings on mm-hmm. uh bass and and it's just Mike and I dance we do a little yeah. dance you know I think we're the only two that danced last time we were out there we're dancing so, I know sometimes a lot of people dance and sometimes yeah sometimes not not, not so not so many but that was like Valentine's Day out there this year though people actually got up from their tables and people danced a did, little bit yes that was which so we love nice. to well, see well it's 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 really a gem, and it's yeah. not very, not very long drive. No, to get I out live there. in Waco, and it takes me twenty five to thirty yeah, minutes if to that. get out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you're driving the speed limit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but anyway, so yeah, it is. It's, it's a treasure, you know. Yeah, but but there are some, you know, kind of famous wineries around that I've not had a chance, like Messina Hoff. Always heard of that. And I yeah. think, well, maybe I should go down there and do. But I could do. <laughs> I could have. Nothing but traveling Texas be wineries, but oh, we could. probably don't need to do that. 
Well, and I you know, need other stuff. <laughs> a really good uh, opportunity to try a bunch without having to drive very far is Rootstock, our wine festival. There yep. you go. But I, I will say this episode will definitely come out after. <laughs> it will. It will. But it's nice to, to know for next year that every April at mm-hmm. Indian Springs Park, uh, you know, God willing and the creek don't rise, we yeah. will be there with Texas vineyards and is it, wineries. Is it always the weekend around the 15th? Around? Um, it's, it's always later. in April. Yeah. Yes. Mid- last middle year, part? I think it was mm-hmm. April 30th last year. Oh, okay. Kind of, so even later. later mm-hmm. Last year. Yeah. yeah. Well, and congratulations to you for it's being a the, huge event. You know, really. a, it's kind a of running treat. the deal. I'm so proud yeah. of you. Thank you. I am too. I am too. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot, a though, person. I'm sure. There you are with a little kiddo at home and... I know, and yeah. I'm the, I always joke and say, at Valley Mills Vineyards, I am the only person on that staff with a child. That's absolutely a fact, And yes. I haven't lost my mind yet. <laughs> I still manage everyone, and I yeah. think I do a pretty good job, and everyone seems happy that works there. Very that's, happy. that's a whole thing. Well, it's so. a thriving thing out there for sure. <laughs> it's but. one of those places, though, too, even if you walk, if you start your day out bad, you can't be in a bad mood there. No. After you set, stand there... And look at that beautiful vineyard, no matter what time of year it is. And it's one of those places, even in the dead of the winter, if it's, um, if it's snowing, if it's a, there's a blizzard, if it's raining, we're so high up on a hill. Every single weather component is beautiful out there. Yeah. It's beautiful in the summer, of If course, it's raining, it really reminds me of the so Pacific pretty. Northwest, which yeah. is uh, yeah. has a very big place in both of our hearts. Yeah. It's very like Oregon, uh, Washington State, and right. like Southern Canada. Definitely. And, like BC area. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it uh, it's also on a very beautiful, cool, windy day like Sonoma or Russian yep. River Valley. I mean, it just transports you wherever you yeah. are yeah. and wherever and you want to go. Oh, my gosh. You know, last week this woman came in and I was like, I feel like I've seen her before. And I was like, you've been in, haven't you? And she said, I came in once last year. I'm actually from Ohio. And I'm oh, like, really? And you came back? back. And she yeah. came back. <laughs> she came back because she was here for the Spring at the Silos event. She was like, yeah. oh, I just had to come back. Well, in fact, we were there. We were there with Spring at the Silos. And while we were there, there were these there were these four ladies. They could not get an Uber to drive them back. So (laughs) friends we were with realized their distress. It was a Sunday afternoon. So Mike and I took we we took them back to. Yeah, no, that was us. We we took them back, and then our friends took they took the other two ladies back, and they were so grateful. You know, they they wouldn't pay us. No, no, that's that's what that's what Central Texans do. They help help people out that are. But you know. And, of course, as somebody who grew up in Waco and see what the silos now mean, you know, and, and they're haters, you know. They're, you know, you probably heard it. Yeah. I don't get that. I really don't understand that because what Chip and Joanna have done for Central Texas, Our you just city, can't even say enough about what that has meant to bring these lovely folks in. For and they were having a ball. They were having the best <laughs> oh, yeah. time being Definitely. in Waco, then yeah. out at Valley Mills <laughs> to enjoy the music, and yeah. they were just having the best time. And but they were they were a little distressed, <laughs> and they didn't oh, know bet. how they were going to get back you into know town. That actually, that actually happened. What was it? on Saturday too? There were still people in because t- Spring of the Sallows was two weekends this year. Right, yes. there were a couple girls, and they were actually staying in Crawford, so they were pretty nearby. They us. were close. They could have yeah. walked. They were. <laughs> <laughs> they were <laughs> 
They had really let close, them, but let them hoof it. The same thing. They're like, you know, we were in Waco and Uber took us out here. No, right. Problem. And then they could and not find anybody and to, you know, who, if any of you that listen to us that work for Uber, you got to get that fixed. Yeah. Figure yeah. It out. I was shocked. So it I happens, felt, you know, just a couple times during our busy season, but we always feel so bad because they're like, oh my gosh, you're in distress. Absolutely. They're like, Uber took us here and they said it won't be a problem. And we're always like, that is always not they so. will not be coming back. I'm sorry. Like they're not going to come get you because we, we just know. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I, I was, I was stunned at that, but it, but it was, what, and also you have goats. We have goats. Baby goats. <laughs> I have Huge a picture of my husband holding a goat. Oh. In fact, you know, of course, it is on. Go to my Facebook page, yeah. Ann Harder, <laughs> Blue Check. I've got the my. I always, yes. you know, I'm a reporter. What do I do? I, you know, yes. when I go anywhere, I got, you know, so I've got my Valley Mills oh. Vineyard trip, and um, of course, Dave Wild loves it because I always take some video of them yeah. playing, and he puts and it I on his like Facebook page. Right but I have now. a picture of Mike holding a, holding this black goat, oh. <laughs> and I think Virginia Dupuis saw it, the former mayor, because yeah. he goes, "Is that a dog?" He saw it. No, it's no, girl. Actually, yeah, now that I Virginia. look at it, yes, it is a goat. You. So yeah, a little petting, petting, little awesome. petting zoo there as well. Yes, honestly. You know what's funny about her? I actually know her very well. I've known yeah. her my whole life, and she only drinks one specific brand of Sauvignon Blanc. Really? Really? Yep. And it's it's been bothering me since I found that out. <laughs> and so I actually sent Felicia with the Cooper Foundation. I sent her two bottles from my wine shop of Sauvignon Blanc, and I said next time she's there. Just have these right there, ready to go. She needs right. She needs to, to be broadened. She needs to try this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, this is good. Oh, I love That's it. Good. I'm happy yeah. to hear that. Yeah, yeah, and I just I love the the fact that like the Cooper Foundation. Most people don't know this actually, but that was my great grandmother was Lucille Cooper Lacey, and she yeah. grew up in that house. And I have this big, beautiful window at the wine shop where I just get to stare at that house all day. I know you're right there across right the street. Right across the street. Well, I was just the there. We were having our interview yeah. with uh, the four finalists for our Waco Symphony conductor. Oh, wow. And we were weekend, at the Cooper it? Foundation mm-hmm. house, and that's where we've been doing our interviews Aww. around that beautiful dining room table. Yes. And I, I think this is just such a, a wonderful way to show these uh, these gentlemen who are coming in. Yeah. Um, you know, what just the history of Waco, you know, because the Cooper Foundation is that. I don't think I knew that about you, you though. No. Carter, Most that's great. Don't. They'll be sitting at the bar and say, what is that house? And I'm like, well, let me Actually, tell you. <laughs> Madison Cooper wrote Saronia Texas, And, you know, it's the longest written fictionalized like book in human history it's longer wow. than the bible it's two volumes wow. yeah <laughs> in fact a high school friend of mine john anderson has done has done a one-man show of madison cooper Stop. and so we were there i didn't i did an interview with him <laughs> just go to you know you can go you can find, find it, it. just, just google will. john anderson and harder and you'll find wow. my interview with john and we went up to the very top where uh, Madison covers, yeah, where his office was. And we shot some of the interview up there. And yeah, John has done a lot of, he's he's a retired professor from uh, Emory University in um, Boston. So anyway, yet another another Waco boy did good. (laughs) We had quite a few. Well, you know, you mentioned Priscilla (laughs) Owen, you know, from my class. I had a pretty impressive 1972 class from Richfield High School. Just saying. 
Hey, Just Richfield some. Rams. That's all I'm saying. That's right. Yep. Hook them Rams. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I love that. I love that Cooper Foundation house and how, how beautiful it is and what it means to, to Waco. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And to me. My grandmother was born on, or my grandfather was born on the kitchen table. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I yep. don't doubt it. That's how that, that's yeah. how it rolled back then. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> that's yes. hard to, hard to imagine, but yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think. This yeah. has been great. Yeah. Is, I was going to say, how long is this podcast? About two We're hours? Right. I'm like, I don't know what time it is. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening today. And thank you so much thank for you being here. You guys are so much fun. <laughs> and you brought wine. I mean, we what can wine. I say? You know, this is this has been a delight for me. And I've learned so I've already learned so much from the two of you and oh. and appreciate all your work that you're doing here in Central Texas. And uh, yeah. Well, as always, grab your favorite glass, put on your favorite record. Let's have some fun. Yay! Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening to some of our thoughts. Yep. <laughs> do, 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 do.